Welcome to Dove and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, ML Truck. I'm here with Warren, our sponsor for today's show for from Red Carpet Rocks and Kenneth J. Lane, sponsoring our interview with Ernest Robertson Sr. Welcome. Welcome, Ms. Melissa. Now you have Hatcher coming out in just a few weeks. But before yes, that, you had damnation so pretend i don't know nothing about the books okay where did the inspiration for hatcher come from well hatcher came from first of all i've always liked the 80s horror so i was just doodling around with writing and it came up the i said well goodness i got something going on here and then i just got the character and went on with it. But it was basically about a boy, you know, it was, he had mental problems, but it was mainly like a bullying situation at the beginning, how the boys and campers had treated him out there. And he got killed out in the swamp. So he became a killer basically of the Mm -hmm. swamps. So went a little bit with the Friday the 13th where the killer is already dead, sort of. Correct. Correct. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I know my, my 80s horror movies. <laughs> I, yes, ma'am. I, I understand. I love them myself. So. I mean, I can't do anything past 96, but after that, I'm, I'm good with the 80s horror movies because that's when yes, horror movies was still horror movies. Correct. And that's what I wanted to try to do, you know, try to get it back to try to bring it back. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm going to do it myself, but, mm-hmm. you know, because I know the 80s, that's when the best to me, my opinion, the best horror was around. Mm-hmm. And I was just trying to bring back and put the fear back into the readers, you know. And Right. There's <laughs> nothing like sitting down with a book or a movie and with a bowl of popcorn on a very very stormy night and getting yourself scared silly because you're reading something or watching something on on tv exactly correct i mean a lot of us we don't see that no more with these horror movies that are coming out they're oh okay this one's gonna get killed next oh this one (laughs) it's so normally paced that when you get back to the 80s you don't know what's going to happen Exactly. And that's like with my, you know, like with my character, he's not, he don't kill like you would think he would. I mean, he goes and really does some torture to these mm-hmm. residents of the swamp that comes down there on college break, spring break, you know, whatever, and vacation or whatever. But the land, they think it ain't cursed. You know, about like a Jason or so, and but they don't think it's cursed, but it is. They think it's just a myth that ain't real. Right. I mean, okay, how many people out there will say, oh, it's not a curse, it's a myth? Correct. I mean, you can say it's a curse all you want, but unless you have that mentality that it's a curse, you're going to say it's a myth. And a myth can be debunked, where a curse you know, those faithful to the curses will say it can't be debunked. Exactly. 
I mean, especially if you get down to Louisiana. Right, down there. So I know that that area, Mississippi, you say someone's curse, you're going to see someone walk to the other side of the street because they don't want to get anywhere near someone that's cursed. That's right. So we have that one coming out, but you already have Damnation out. So what is that one about? Damnation is about a a boy, a young boy, a 15-year-old boy whose mother is actually taking him from place to place and trying to protect him and hide him out. And he, in his mind, and he's trying to figure out why he's getting heated out and his mom was hiding him. So then on the beach one day, a portal opens and he voluntarily goes over because he's trying to search for the answers himself. And in doing so as trying to find the answers, he's got to make sure that the people around him ain't getting killed themselves because he's supposed to be protecting them as he's finding out the answers, which his mother never told him. So, but... You have a little bit of everything in your books. I mean, you have secrets, lies, and murder. Exactly, correct. What else can you put in the book? Secrets, lies, and murder. You have a secret, therefore it's going to lead to a murder. (laughs) Exactly. That's just the basic lineage of a story (laughs) so now that we have these two books out what are you working on right now i'm working on a new book and it's called sir and fantasies better master of darkness and this will be a this will be a book with two books actually in it and um it's more of a vampire type story and they get okay so completely different from the other two right correct correct so you're another one of my multi-genre authors basically yes ma'am i mean i like i like say pretty well playing with the genres so yes ma'am i'm not stuck i'm not stuck on one so if we find an author that's stuck on one genre, there's something wrong. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. I mean, that just means they're writing the same story over and over and over. And exactly. for me personally, as an author, I get bored doing that. So we have to change up every once in a while. Yes, ma'am, I do too. I mean, I don't like writing the same plot and all it is or near the same plot. You know, mm-hmm. I got to make something up in there. Because it, it feels like I'm just rewriting the whole book that I don't write. Right. I mean, uh, that's anyone. We, we as authors put so much time in writing that we memorize almost every word that we write. So when we write a series, it's like we're writing the, so, the single book for four years. Exactly. That's that's the mentality of an author. It's not a new book. It's a continuation of the last book. It gets I mean, as a reader, I want series to go on forever. I mean, there's certain series that have like 22 books in it or something. It's insane. But as a writer, as an author, it gets tedious and boring. Yes, ma'am. I agree. I agree with you. 
So it's not that we hang something up. It's we need our mind to go to something different. Exactly. You know, expand your mind because mm -hmm. thoughts, you know, they, they're not just a little ball. Your thoughts really go out there if you really take the time to just exaggerate and think about it. I mean, okay, so we take this lipstick, for example. Now, this lipstick is lipstick, but in the fantasy world, that lipstick can be a talking whatever. It's we take the most inanimate object and we figure out how to incorporate it into something different. That lipstick can be a murder weapon. That's right. That's or right. it could be a dancing tube of whatever. <laughs> you know, it just it depends on the mind of the person writing it. Then you have to create the world around it to make it make sense. Exactly. Exactly. I just or have it can to. Be laying there so i mean it, that was an easy reach for me obviously i'm not the person that's going to make a tube of lipstick kill someone but no, you know no, no, no. but you know i mean you could write on you could like say if you're in an abandoned world or some place you could and you think somebody might be following behind it's a lie you could yeah. leave a note with the lipstick or something mm -hmm. this you know, i mean there's so many th creative things you can do. I mean, how many books have we read where the killer leaves a lipstick on a uh, Dear John letter and then the person dies later? I mean, the lipstick's then a clue instead of just a suspicious murder that has no um, suspect to it. Right. Yeah, I read all sorts of uh, books, crime novels to fantasy. So. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So where can our readers and our listeners find you? As in, find me. Well, I'm on, I know I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, LinkedIn, and um, Instagram. And Instagram, yes, ma'am. Yeah, we're, we're having a lot of issues with social media today. I, I am, I should say. So we're fixing that. Anyone that follows me knows I have like 90,000 followers. And yes, today you're going to see I have like 500. So we're fixing that today. I'm being, per, it, it's just social media trolls or horrible. So we're fixing it. Don't worry, you can still find me. <laughs> yes, ma'am, I got you, I know that. It, it's, it's a bad day, but it's a wonderful day because I get to talk to authors about books. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So while we have time, what are some of your favorite authors? Well, my, I gotta admit, my idol is Stephen King without a doubt. And then I like Dean Koontz and a few of them, you know. Mm -hmm. But mine them two, that's the two that I mainly read, you know, growing up. Especially, I mean, like I say, Stephen King, you know, he's my eye. Right. I mean, we have our favorites. Um, Stephen King. We have 
um, Terry Goodkind. This is, there's some names out there. I mean, we bring inspiration. It's Stephen King from the 80s. I'm not sure what he's wrote recently because I haven't had time to read anything recent. But, you know, you get into Pet Cemetery, you get into Strand, you get into um, Misery. Right. Those kind of books and you pull inspiration out of. And for someone that pulls inspiration out of the 80s horror movies, I mean, seriously. Exactly. I mean, I, and also I like the late, great Jack Ketch. I mean, I got to throw him in there too. I mean, he was a good author, you know. Great author, I mean, not just good. Yeah, there are so many late authors, so many great authors that if me and you sat down with a list to name all of them, would run out of time before we could get through all of them. That does happen. So when I say we just throw out a few names, that's all we can really do because there's so many authors out there. And some of them we heard of, but maybe our listeners have not. I mean, I don't know how someone miss like Stephen King or Terry Goodkind, but still, I'm sure it's out there somewhere. <laughs> Exactly right. Exactly. But I think we're almost out of time for today. I thank you so much for being on the show. And as soon as we get the next book out, I'd love to have you back on. I would be, it'd be great for me back, Miss Melissa. Now, I don't have it in front of me. Do you have the release date for Hatcher? I do believe it's April the 12th. April of 12, 2021. Uh, I, I knew it was in April. I don't have it memorized on dates, but I knew the author would definitely know when it's coming out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, ma'am, because it's a day after my birthday. So. Oh, we timed that perfectly then by accident. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. My birthday's on the 11th and it's coming out the 12th. So. That is Happy a great birthday to me already. That is a wonderful birthday present then. <laughs> Yes, yes, ma'am. I must have had an ESP when I was setting it up. <laughs> I hear you. But thank you so much for being on the show. And again, you can find Ernest on all social media platforms. And for readers and listeners, happy reading.